Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jules Von Hepp, welcome back to the podcast. How are you? Oh, it is so nice to be here. I feel like the Emma Gunn show is like that comfy lounge with the comfy sofa and the lovely walls and the perfectly poured sherry that every time I'm on this podcast, I just feel great. Oh, well, that's exactly how I want you to feel. Good, you fluff the cushions nicely. (laughs) Oh, I can fluff a cushion very well. (laughs) I had a mad moment on Sunday evening. I was lying down watching TV and I thought, nope, not having it. And I just decided that the sofa looked a bit flat. So I threw all the cushions off, you know, had to stamp on some of them, had to beat some of them up. I'm talking about the sofa cushions as well as my... You beat the crap out of your sofa. And honestly, it looked great afterwards. I thought I should take Did you sit on the floor? <laughs> just staring at it lovingly. <laughs> and she's still not sat on it since. <laughs> just thinking I don't want to beat the air out of it with my behind. <laughs> oh, 30 seconds in and look at this. <laughs> I know. I've never I've never served a sherry though. Maybe I should have a bottle in the flat just in case you come around. I'm all about shares. Are you? All about shares. Yep, love it. Absolutely love it. It's overlooked. Is it? It's sweet, isn't it? A sweet tipple. You can get them dry. It's good all year round. Ellie Pear, huge fan of a shares. They're really nice as a warm-up. I like them as a warmer-upper. A sharpener. Yeah, well, or even just a lunge before going out. You know, just like a little, (laughs) let's get this show on the road. Quick shares (laughs) and off you go. (laughs) Do you mix it with anything or just neat? Room temperature, chilled? Uh, bear bucket, if I'm lucky with a bit of ice, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a drink in six weeks and then six, maybe even a bit longer. And then the other night I decided to have a Cafe Patron. Bloody hell. <laughs> I bet you had a half that. Well, no, because I ended up, my friend said to me that, I said to my friend the next day, oh, I don't feel that good this morning. I had some Cafe Patron last night. And he said, how many? And I said, well, two and a half shots. And he went, oh, that's quite a lot. And I said, well, five technically, if because two of them were doubles. <laughs> I'm enjoying the half. <laughs> no, I know. It was like, I don't want to overdo it. I'll just have a half of the last one. But it was very <laughs> nice. And I watched the Oprah and Mariah Carey interview while I was sipping it. What a scene. What a whole scene that, that, that you've just described on your perfectly fluffed sofa. <laughs> I know, exactly. But you are joining me before we go off on a 
major tangent, you are joining me for an episode of Feel Good Habits, which is the franchise or the uh, the series on the Emma Gunn Show, where I quiz my guests about the tips, strategies, and techniques they use to stop a bad day turning into a bad week, um, stop getting out of the bed the wrong side, turning into ruining everyone else's day as well as your own, those sorts of things. And also, like, let's face it, it can be a bit deeper. And you are pure joy as a friend, but also as somebody that I am lucky enough, and I know lots of people are lucky enough to engage with on the internet via Instagram. You just put out nothing but good thoughts and feelings. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, you know, I'm all about, I just, I like living each day because you don't know when, you know, your life is going to come to a close. I know that's so grim, but I like to enjoy life. And I think it's really important to, I try and use my platforms to spread joy and just lift everyone up because life is tough. It's hard work. And actually, Mm. let's just remember the beauty of life and it's to have fun, feel good, smile and laugh daily. That needs to be a t-shirt, Jules. I know, I do actually need a PA to just sit with me at all times taking notes. (laughs) That's a hashtag. That's a t-shirt. Rhonda, if you're available, send your CV. (laughs) Rhonda. Oh, she'd be efficient. I reckon Rhonda would work in a chippy at the weekends and I wouldn't have a problem with it. Oh, do you know, I actually, I um, had a craving for fish and chips last night. How funny that you say that. It's the universe. Telling me to go up the road and get myself a, <laughs> some cotton chips. You've got to have the right tartar sauce and the right... You've got, to, you've got to have everything right to go with it. You can't just... You have to prepare, I think. Oh, listen, this is a banal chippy etiquette. This is a whole different show. <laughs> All you need to know is plenty of salt, plenty of vinegar, and don't mess me about with them scraps. That's how it goes. Yes, yeah, true. So I'm guessing you've got some... Flipping excellent feel-good habits. So I think the first one that I actually want to put down, it's not something that I've written, but you've jogged my memory now as a feel-good habit, is um, when you get out of bed in the morning, I really truly believe that how you start your day will massively impact the rest of your day. And I know that there's this very common... um, skill of if you make the bed those who make the bed will have a more productive day and it's something that I really try and discipline myself from the moment I wake up I'll wake up and I'll sit on Instagram and go through my dms which for me is compartmentalized as an hour's work before I get out of bed so then I have an hour after that and I make empty the dishwasher maybe clean the kitchen before I've got dressed might like do a little bit of a workout or something And then I've started my day right now. What that does is it puts me on a really positive, productive mental space of mind. If I don't do one of those, if I lie in bed, if I mess about, then sometimes my day can unravel. And then I get frustrated with myself. And then I know that I... I know that I can start being mean and it's just not worth it. So feel good habit number one, I think, is start your day right. And from the moment you get up, start doing nice things. So I'll, I'll combine it actually with this other one that I've written down is exercise as a feel good habit. Mm. So start your day right. And if you can, start it with exercise or factor in exercise into the day. Um, exercise is something that I... 
I feel like I was pretty late to the party with, if I'm being honest. And I think somehow somebody opened the fire escape of the exercise club and I just snuck in <laughs> thinking it was an all-night rave and I got suddenly ended up in a spin class. But actually, the moment I realised that exercise is totally about your mind, is totally about um, using your body and appreciating your body because your body shows up for you every single day of your entire life. All you need to do is show up for it for 45 minutes each day. That is it. And I remember once seeing a campaign for Lululemon in the windows and it said, make sure you sweat every day. And at the time I wasn't really exercising. I thought, God, how, who has time to sweat every day? I, I was like, this is ridiculous. And actually now, now that I'm on the other side, I completely understand that. And I've stopped exercising to lose weight. I've stopped exercising to change my body. I've actually stopped exercising to do anything for the physical appearance of my body. But I do it for strength. I do it for health. I do it for mental well-being. And I think that is the biggest feel-good habit of the lot. So if you combine that, if you do exercise in the morning and if you start your day right, if you start it productively in a positive way, I really think it has a massive knock-on effect to your overall happiness of your day-to-day. I 100% agree. And if you go back to some of the earlier episodes of this podcast, when we really did get into the nitty-gritty of mental health and I was talking about my own experiences, I remember doing an episode where we talked about the people who have uh, spoken out about how their morning routine is rigid and set and it has to look, well, not has to, but it looks a certain way for exactly the reason that you're describing. So people like Tim Ferriss, Tom Ford. Tom Ford gets up very early, has a milky latte in the bath every day at the same time. That would send me west. I haven't got time to be filling a bath the first thing in the morning, and nor do I like a milky latte. But I do need to be showered, dressed, everything done by 9.30, That's my rule. And it, I used to punish myself and make myself do it by half eight. Listen, I ain't got time for that. I listen to my body, and I do my hours emails in the morning. But you can, um, you can just build your own day. But I do think it has a massive, massive impact. Can I ask you, actually, this is something I've come to realise recently. Um... I've always been uh, sort of uh, get up in the morning and if there's stuff to do, it's like the energy coming off me is like, got to do it quickly, got to do it like this, got to do it. And that just means that my my adrenals are firing and I just get myself very, very stressed. And recently I've had to really learn to, I've got all these things to do today and yes, that's quite a lot, but do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tackle them slowly. Do it at your own pace. And I think, I don't know if you have this as well. I have before, at like half eight, I don't know what happens, but my brain goes, oh, here's all the ideas. Here's everything that you need to do today. So I write it all down. Yeah. If I don't finish it that day, that is okay. As long as I start the ball rolling and also divvy up your priorities. We always do the, the job on the list that's the easiest, but actually the job on the list that if you do that's the hardest or the one that's going to take the most time, if you do that and then reward yourself with an easy task, then go back. It, it's, but I know what you mean about it becoming so awe-encompassing and you're just like, oh my God, there's so many things I need to do it all now, but actually just own pace. Well, I think I just always thought in work, especially as work, working in a competitive magazine environment, I think I always thought you had to be in attack mode or attack mode's probably too aggressive way to describe it, but you just had to be, you know, pedal to the metal, oh, completely and utterly couldn't miss a thing. 
had to be, had to know what was happening with everything at all times. And I actually think now that I work for myself, I'm only just learning that you can just live in your own world, put your indicator on, move into a different lane and just cruise along like you're on Sunday driving. I think many of us go into whatever industry we're going into thinking that it's dog eat dog Mm -hmm. and it's cutthroat. And actually there is another side of work that isn't necessarily like that. And I'm definitely realizing that, yes, of course there is that cutthroat world and there is that, um, that career ladding and, you know, elbow nudging and all of this in the workplace. But if, if it doesn't work for you, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to lift that big toe out of the water, step across into another line and go, hmm, that's not for me, but this might be. And it's, it's, we're not all built to be like that. Mm. Yes, very true. And I too, I make the bed first thing as well. It's essential for me. It's just one thing done, with, tick. With all those 1,200 pillows, I'm sure, Emma Guns, just like our friend Mariah. <laughs> you know what the the pillows on my bed I take very seriously (laughs) seriously there are six two three pairs and they each have a function just saying ergonomic I couldn't be be happier for you (laughs) and silk pillowcases as well I don't know if that's your jam but oh my goodness it's mine I can't go back I'm on a memory foam pillow at the moment and it's blowing my mind same memory foam pillow with a silk pillowcase goodness me See ya. <laughs> Lap of luxury. Right. So that's a really good way to start your day. Where are we going next, my friend? So I think the next thing that I want to talk about as a feel good habit is remembering that life isn't always about content. It's not always about living online. Um, prime examples would be when you go out and you have a lovely day out sometimes the day out doesn't need to be captured by your phone. Mm. If you think about the people that are around you, and this is through all age groups, how many of you could raise your hand if you know two or three people who you think are very much addicted to their phone, to social media, to the gram, to all of that? And for me, huge curves in the last year has been recognizing that actually not everybody needs to know what I'm doing every second of the of the day. No one gives two fucks what I've had for breakfast. Let's all be fair. And but it's up to me to share that. And it's also up to you. When you I it breaks my heart when I go out and I see groups of people spending their entire time in a restaurant taking pictures of each other and taking pictures. And I just think this is just it's soul destroying. And I think Life online and life through our phone is only a tiny fragment of our existence. And actually, it's all very well and good taking a picture of you doing something. But unless you're enjoying and living in the present and being offline, then there's actually no point you doing it in the first place. Because the whole point of going for a drink with a friend is to have a conversation. The whole point of going for a walk up a mountain is to be present in this moment. Not everything requires your phone. And if it did happen, if you didn't post it, you were there, if it, you know, it, it's not all about, it's just not all about uh, the image, the filter, the moment, the likes, the perception. 
self-gratification and self-development outside of the online space is way more important than what it is online. I 100% agree with you. And I was having a conversation with someone yesterday talking about exactly this thing and how I can probably count. I'm quite bad at taking photos when I'm out with my friends. And I think that's probably quite a good thing. Because I look at my camera roll and I, or I like leave my friend's house or leave meeting up with them. And I think, oh, I didn't take a picture. And then I think, I think that's right and good and proper because we were having a good time and we were engaging with each other. And I just won't be able to say to people I was on, inter- on the internet that I was with them. Yeah, it's, I think it's just, it's just a mental, it's a mental check-in with yourself. It's a thing that if you're, if you're out there and you're living it and all the phones start coming out, you go, no, I don't want to do this. I've got my picture. I've done what I need to do or just don't do it. There's plenty of times and on the weekends, I just kind of live my life, which I think is really, I think it's important. I also think it's pretty cool to live like that. Mm. So do you have um, a boundary or is it just kind of a, you'll pick up your phone and think, actually, no, I've done that too many times today. I'm going to put it down. Or do you, you know how you said you've got an hour in bed where you do your emails and stuff. Do you have any kind of structure around how you use your phone in a way that could be healthy uh, for you? I think I have a rule that I don't, if I'm taking content, I just take a picture and put my phone away and I can post it later. It's very rare that I will post in real time on my stories. Um, and messing about with a caption, sat, pissing about, putting your gifts on and everything, when actually <laughs> the fun's happening off that, you don't have to do it then. I think, um, I also think I have a responsibility and it's, you know, you've got to practice what you preach. And I really see, and this will either be interest, interesting or not, I see a dip in my followers online on the weekends because I'm so much about get off your phone at the weekends. And I think my, definitely in my crew, um, they're all out there living their life. Which is actually lovely. on a weekend. Yeah, it's how it should be. Have you watched The Social Dilemma yet, side note? No, no. Lots of people are telling me to. Um, I haven't I seen think, it yet. I think my other half will enjoy it massively and will sit there going, I told you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm ready yet. Um, I might watch a serial killer documentary instead first. <laughs> Christ. (laughs) Enjoy yourself. No, I can't do that either. It has to be, honestly, in lockdown, I've watched, I think, Modern Family twice. And by Modern Family twice, I mean all 10 series. Oh, right. Yeah, sure. Great. (laughs) Who's your favourite? Just in the background, Phil. Phil Dumpy. It's all about Phil. I really fancy him. It's all about Phil Dumpy. Do you? Yeah, yeah. he is worth one. (laughs) And also Cam. Who doesn't love Cam? Yeah, Cam's great. Yeah. Cam's great. Anyway. Anyway, um, (laughs) moving on. My next feel feel good habit is, um, it's something that I think a lot of us do behind closed doors, but I don't think is necessarily talked about. It's not having a wank, Emma, before (laughs) you say. It's dancing in your underwear. And there is something about the freeing liberation that, comes with dancing in your underwear and it might be that you've just got out of the shower you're waiting you're waiting for your body butter to sink in you're waiting for your dry oil to dry and you can just put on a really good tune just stand and have a little bob i think it's quite freeing if you really want to take it up a notch and i 
I'm a big fan of this. It's eat hummus while you're doing it. What? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Eating hummus and having a little dance in your underwear when no one, no one is with you is the most freeing thing. For me, it feels like somebody has peeled off this tight bit of cling film that's stuck on my back and my wings have come out. I don't know what it is, but I love it. What's the delivery system for the hummus? Is it a cracker or is it a vegetable, like a celery stick or some carrot? I would never out of choice use a vegetable for hummus it is always something that can be deeply ladled an oat cake is good because it comes with structure a crisp would a crisp would stress me out because Mm -hmm. they're too thin Mm. and then it breaks and you're digging around in there no 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 a car's cheese melt surprisingly strong Good to know. The tensile strength of the cracker is is all important. Um, it's key. It's key. A to thin, and that'll do it. I love a Rivita thin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and we all know that those boxes are not for sharing. Come on, Rivita. It's a bag of crisps. No, I know. I know. Oh, my goodness. The, the, the stories I could tell. Tell me, do you have, because I have one, and I want, I want to tell you what it is, because I think it will surprise you. But do you have a particular song that's your go-to because I do if I'm at my desk and, my, and I'm sitting like this and listeners Jules can see me but obviously you can't and I feel oh I need to stretch out my back there is a song I put on with my headphones and I dance around and it it's a winner every time but what's yours oh my gosh um well my best my absolute favorite feel-good song if I ever need to pick myself up is Elton John are you ready for love that oh. will just lift me and anything by T-Rex and the Rolling Stones Completely love it. Um, at the moment, I'm, I don't know, I'm dipping in and out of a bit of Jesse Ware and Disclosure. I like a bit of techno to get me going. Oh. A good little beat. Pete Tong on BBC Radio Sounds. It just takes me back to my raving days in Manchester. I bloody love it. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. You're far more eclectic than I am. Do you want to know what mine is? Absolutely. Macho Man by the Village People. <laughs> I actually heard a really good Village People song the other day on Radio 2, which was great. I can't remember what it is, but you've just reminded me to have a deep dive in. Honestly, put that on and tell me that you're not giving it the old finger dancing. Yeah, it really it really does get me in a really... puts me in a really good mood. 
God. I mean, this this podcast is really nicely painting a scene of you, Emma, actually. <laughs> cushions, two sips of a Cafe Patron, and off she goes, off she goes, finger pointing around the house. You live that best life, Queen. Doing the solo conga. <laughs> um... What was I going to ask you about Macho Man or about music? Oh, no, I was just going to say I've never danced to Macho Man in my underwear yet, so that's tonight's project. Yep, get them curtains shut or leave them open, whatever you want to do. But it it is liberating. It is liberating. I think there's something really freeing about being in your pants, dancing about. There's, it's like that air on your skin. I just love it. Right. Noted. Um, where do we go next? Where do we go from here? Um, another feel-good habit of mine that I think is I'm really actually leaning to it more now that I've moved out of London and life is much more scheduled is booking an event, i.e. meeting with a friend, doing something, but having to actually book stuff. So this weekend, I'm seeing two of my best girlfriends. We have booked a restaurant. We have booked a bar after. And I think COVID has ensured that you have to book so it's Mm. kind of like added to it but it's an event and this is giving me something that's making me I'm just looking forward to it all week and so booking things in whether it's in two weeks time and putting it in your diary you start looking forward to it and it just brings so much joy it just conjures excitement and I think that's something that life should be celebrated for is conjuring excitement making plans enjoying it And I feel that it's such a small habit. It's a tiny thing that we do in our lives, but actually has a huge knock-on effect to our happiness. I agree. And in fact, I was texting our friend Lisa Potter-Dixon the other day, and I blurted something out on text, and I said, oh my God, I'm going to have to have a sit down. That's a bit of a moment. I've never been good at planning, never been somebody who puts things in the diary ever, because when I get to a point where I'm stressed or overwhelmed, I just stop. And I think I texted her something like, I know how I don't know how to have fun, but I know how to stop. And that was a real like whoa moment for me. <laughs> so that was very Keanu Reeves of me. But that was a real whoa moment for me because I just thought, oh my goodness, when I get overwhelmed, when I get to the end of the week, I will keep my weekend free thinking I need all of that time to recover rather than thinking the thing that will give me the energy to go into next week will be seeing my friends or doing something exciting or doing something new and different. But I think the mentality of a London life is that it can all be done in the week. Mm. And actually, we can just live in the week. And at the weekends, it's nice to have something to look forward to. It can also be something like I've been thinking about joining an art class. Well, now that I'm living in this new town and I'm thinking pottery might be fun or sketching might be fun. So I think every Tuesday night or something, if I had this class to go to, I'd really enjoy it. Mm. So I think it's really it's also you're never too old to learn a new skill and also it's nice to book things in for yourself this is a good tip i like this very much i'm going to start booking things in Uh, my last thing my last thing is recognizing the little moments and pausing when they happen and being grateful so this could be anything but sometimes things the universe just lines up the day is great and it might be that no traffic lights went red it might be that somebody in the supermarket opened a new till for you or that your delivery arrived on time and 
it's so easy to focus on when things go wrong. And if you're waiting in line for ages or every light goes red or your delivery is wrong, actually, why don't we also focus on the things that go right? And the tiny little moments that you have, like a great conversation, a laugh with somebody, um, anything, but those little things, just recognize them and just think, oh, that was nice. That was great. That was lovely. And it will just flood you with an unexpected amount of joy. And then you look forward to the next one and then you recognize the next one. And I think... I think it's cool to to see life that way. I agree. Um, Mandy Saligari, when she came on the podcast, she's like, when good stuff happens, bank it. And I think that's so important. And I dubbed that the thank bank. Do you see what I did there? The thank bank. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. The thank bank. Ooh, gunsy. I might, I might rob that for an event. <laughs> well, uh, given we... You will be credited course sure thank bank you can take it given with generosity and with love um but you're absolutely right sometimes you just even on a day that doesn't feel like it's gone very well you have to interrogate it and say but something in this day would have gone all right what was that well i think as well and it is scientifically proven that gratitude equals happiness and if you're grateful and you recognize things that worked then it is going to have a knock-on effect to your overall well-being and so all you're doing by showing gratitude is helping yourself in the long run Mm. can I ask you as well I know that we've reached the end of your habits but I feel like I would be shortchanging my listeners if I didn't ask you this is I've known you for a while now and I feel like you've worked incredibly hard to I feel like you've actually worked really hard to be happy meaning that I think you've worked really hard at being able to cut out negativity. Like it can be in the same room as you, it can be facing you, but you have built a resilience against it. And I think that you've closed the door to that and you've opened the door to happiness. And that obviously doesn't happen overnight. Um, And it also doesn't happen with a series of habits, but I've definitely noticed it in you that you will just, a topic of conversation can, can come up and I can see, literally, I can see the, the curtains come down in with you because you're just like I'm not gonna I don't I don't want to be involved in that were you really aware that you were doing it and was there a point where you thought I have to do this because I will become bitter or I will be continue to be unhappy was there a point where you realized if I work on this life's going to be nicer I think I think oh there's so much here that it when I left school, I was deeply unhappy, deeply, deeply unhappy um, and was self-harming and it was a dark place for me. And I started university and I, I realized that if I just started to focus on the positive side of everything, that people might actually like me and I might actually get on. But actually, it wasn't about other people liking me. It was about myself liking myself. Um, I think... A common thing through 20s, I think, is learning what your beliefs are. And actually, I think you know deep down what your beliefs are, but I think it's standing strong for them. So if you're in an environment where it is really negative, the belief for me was always, I just, I'm not going to put up with this bullshit. It might not be that I'm going to speak up, but for me, I'm not going to tolerate being in this environment. This isn't my, this isn't cool for me. I don't want to be part of it. I think liking who I was and liking how I looked is 
it's taken so long. It's taken so long, Gunzi. And speaking to myself in the mirror and, you know, realising that actually I'm, I can be my own worst enemy. And actually, it's not about what anyone else thinks. It's about what's going on in my head mm-hmm. and the conversation that I'm having with myself, whether that is imposter syndrome, whether that's ability of working, whether that is my appearance and there's been so much work that I have to do with myself but it is it's it's just such a journey and even though from the outside it might be that I look I am happy and I am I'm I said to somebody the other day I'm the happiest I've ever been at the moment which is an incredible thing to be able to say but I think it's about accepting who you are and being cool with yourself in a way and being like oh, it's okay it's okay I don't it's okay I don't want to do that or I don't feel like this or and realizing that it's all about your lane ultimately it's not about anybody else and what anybody else is doing and if you're going to be I think sometimes you look at situations or people's behavior and I actually question I'm like um, is this worth my energy is this worth me getting wound up is it worth me fighting for is it worth me taking on board through empathy what this other person is feeling and how is this going to affect me moving forward because ultimately if you know yourself and you keep working on yourself then you know where it's going Mm. I love this I don't know if that made sense or if I went on a tangent there but I really that's that's kind of how how I'm feel I'm reflecting on life at the moment yeah I just feel like in the many conversations we've had offline as well as online because you've obviously been on the show before I'm just really aware that every time I speak to you it feels like you've taken another step on that journey and it feels like you have you have been able to block out the negativity you did a video this week where you talked about homophobia and you address it you compartmentalize it but you don't let it affect your happiness which I think is Mm. incredible because I think I had so much affect my happiness in my early years. And I think that actually it's really important to focus on happiness as quite a front runner of priorities. A new car's not going to, it's not going to bring you joy. It's about what brings you joy and what, what is, is, are you enjoying your work? Are you enjoying what you do every single day? Because if you're not enjoying it, what is the point? Mm. What's the point? Unless obviously it's parenthood and you've just got to crack on with that. (laughs) (laughs) In which case, that's not something that you really should be walking away from. (laughs) I love it. Caught yourself just in case. (laughs) Yeah, just back myself up there. (laughs) Advice for everyone except the parents. Oh, bless you, Jules. It's always so lovely to speak to you on just in life, whether it's online or offline. You are good energy. And I know that the reason I wanted to acknowledge the work that you've put in to, to yourself is because I feel, and I said this to you when you came on the show at the beginning-ish of lockdown, I feel like you made a decision around that time of anything you put out into the world on your Instagram feed or wherever it might be. You were like, this is designed to make people feel excellent. I'm going, if they're having a bad time, if they're feeling confused and scared by lockdown, well, they're not going to feel like that where they're, while they're engaging in this IGTV. And I thought that was a very generous thing that you did. And it was, I really noticed it. I just really want to be the role model that didn't exist for me. 
And I think I think everyone should be. I think you should always strive to be the role model that wasn't there for you when you needed them the most. Maybe I need to steal that. You can have Thank Bank and I'm taking, I need to be the role model for me that I didn't have. Think about, go back and think about what you needed and what you, like, be that person for the next generation. Oh, that's a mic drop moment. Can you see? I'm a god. I watched that happen. <laughs> Do you see the clunky bits of my brain? <laughs> Emma's perfectly bronze chin nearly touched that roll neck, that white roll neck. No, I'm worried about that. Can you imagine? All the bronzer on there. You've got to constantly look up. <laughs> or push the roll neck down. Right. I should probably let you go because you've probably got so much joy to go and give somewhere else. But um, Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. Anytime you know that. And listeners, I hope you know that the links to Jules, his various, so his Instagram, where else can people find you? So my Instagram is at Jules Von Hepp. If you like the sound of my dulcet tones, come and listen to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Also, um, if you're into tanning, we didn't even touch on that, but I am a spray tanner and also have a self-tan brand, the Isle of Paradise. Go check that out too. Um, and if you see me on the street, come say hi. Lovely. Yes, we didn't really. We've talked about Isle of Paradise so much, but yes, Isle of Paradise is amazing. And I, I love the fact that you still describe yourself as a, a spray tanner, not like brand owner. It's my trade. A brickie would do the same. <laughs> I can see some lovely brickwork over your shoulder through your windows. By the way, can you see what I can see? Oh, no. It might need. It might need pointing. <laughs> No, no, it's lovely. Right, so all of those links will be in the show notes, but um, obviously, Jules von Hepp, thank you so much for your time. I love you. Come back soon. Love you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.